You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Super Boom Chip Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Sarekia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And we're keeping that in. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, it's it's another Thursday. It's another it's another podcast, guys. Uh, and yeah, and, and we're the dudes that are gonna do it. So, uh, how are you, Tyler? Oh, I am good. How are you, sir? Good, good, good. It's a, it's a, it's a fine time to be alive. (laughs) Isn't it? It is, uh, you know, in some places. (laughs) (laughs) In some arenas of the, uh, uh, of the, of existence. Um, We have some, a a lot of uh, announcements today. Uh, you know that have kind of accumulated over the past week, and and then we're gonna go ahead and talk about um, you know our main topics, which are you know Peacemaker, Boba Fett, uh, some of the CW stuff, uh, and uh, Resident Alien has returned, and the first episode was fun. Did you end up watching, getting to watch that today? Uh, no. Oh, you're not caught yeah, up. Yeah, right? I'm not. I'm not caught up. I'm like halfway through season one. I'm. Yeah. All I'm, right. Well, I'll just kind of give my initial impressions then. Uh, I, I'll get caught up. I'll I'll do my best <laughs> to get caught up for next week on a whole bunch of stuff. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's it's very it's very good. I've <laughs> like, been uh, I've I'm been binging. So happy yeah, I've been binging uh, a rewatch of MythBusters lately. So. Um, oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, as we get into that, uh, what are what are we enjoying? What are we, what are we watching uh, right now? And you're talking about MythBusters. What what else are, are you watching other than you know the uh, things we're kind of keeping abreast on on for the show? Yeah, uh, what else am I watching right now? That's an action. I'm watching uh, some Food Network stuff or like fo- food shows. The Next Level Chef. I'm very really enjoying. Yeah, I, we I caught uh, just a. Uh, add to that i mean i i caught some of last night's episode and i'm not at all like watching it regularly i just haven't had the time you know whitney's busy with school stuff so we really can't sit down and watch the things that we kind of start together right um, and i'm not gonna really you know watch it without her but we caught some of last night's episode and man is there it is really good like uh, just like the first episode but man the guy cutting his finger and nice. then winning the challenge and i and i I just love the dynamic and the rules of this particular show. Yeah, it's it's a it's night it's a different spin on the classic team yeah, cooking show right. thing. And it, so. But it's great. Like I, I love the blind tasting. Like you don't yeah. know which person you know or you know whoever is making that decision. And I think that that makes that makes everything a lot better too, right? Like it makes oh, the judging less biased. Like, not to say that it would be, but. Right. Yeah, I mean, it could it's, be a match, it's, it's, it's right? Different. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's just it's just different from all the other shows. It's not like here I cook this now five three five judges you know taste it and they say what they need to. It's like 
these people made a certain dish. Now, you don't know who made it. Judge it. And whoever wins, wins. Especially when it's like elimination time. It, 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 I think it brings way more drama than, it, than you know, two chefs, you know, uh, cooking a meal and then the judges picking out which one's the best one, knowing who cooked what. Right. I think it's it's really, really cool how they can kind of uh, how they've reinvented this sort of this game of cooking shows. And honestly, the only person who would really be able to do that is Gordon Ramsay. So. Uh, it, it is cool. Uh, so I, 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 I'm not watching, but I am catching things here and there, and I'm really liking what I'm, what I'm seeing. Uh, well, what else are you, uh, are are you uh, watching? Uh, obviously, Buck Boba Fett, which was well, sure. Yeah. Uh, other than like the main staples, we're kind of talking about. Here um, today. I'm. We're almost caught up on Yellowstone. I got three episodes. Three episodes to go. Three episodes to go. I think. Nice. And where where are you at there? Um. So. I want to say uh, John Dutton just uh, threw his name in for governor. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's, that, it's, that's that just stuff. happened. Nice, uh, nice. So I'm, we're there on that, and I'm obviously watching my other guilty pleasure shows of Chicago's and you're, all that Chicago. fun stuff. Chicago, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> good deal, good deal. Uh, um, yeah. That's... I watched. Well, anything else? No, that's about it. I'm excited for Billions coming back this week, though. Oh, see, that's a show I don't watch. I, it always intrigues me, but and I'll say this since we're talking about what we're watching and stuff, and kind of segue into what I'm decided I'm probably never going to watch. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'll ever watch that, and I I don't know if it's. I mean, it always intrigues me to see because I love the cast. And, and it, you know, and also to that same effect, a very similar show, I think, you know, in sort of the businessy genre is that um, succession uh, succession. I just I, I mean, I'll watch it if Whitney's watching it, and, but I don't because she's really into it. Like she's I think she's almost done with the latest season or just finished. I can't remember. Um, but. uh I don't know if I can sit down and and really give my time to 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 it. I, th- I think it's a little bit too like in the boardroom politics sure. stuff. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's not not really in my sort of wheelhouse of of, of what would really entertain. Um, I think the closest to that may have been like the drama and stuff that that show on AMC Halt and Catch Fire had <laughs> because it was you know set in the eighties. I don't know if you ever watched that. No, I never um, watched that one. But oh my god, it's a show that no one really ever talks about. They talked about it a little bit when it was on TV, but it was one of the best like five, six season shows that AMC did about like the basically the, the creation of like the internet and uh, uh, not necessarily like a you know amazon bill gates and, and, and that kind of stuff like that stuff had already kind of happened this was like the late 80s and 90s when like the internet was kind of becoming like a thing and right. building these programs in people's garages and, and stuff like that and then kind of running these uh sort of new businesses uh, out of nothing it was really really cool i'm not probably not describing it as best as i could but <laughs> I, you would love it like you're in that like world like that's yeah. a show you would love. Lee Pace, um, 
Oh, fuck. What's her, what's her name? The M- uh, Mackenzie Grace? Is, is that right? She was the, the, the female Terminator in the latest Terminator movie. Oh, God. Um, like, she was, like, turned into a Terminator. Like, she was, like, surgically altered to become, like, half-human, half-Terminator in that latest one. Um, anyway, the one where Arnold came back and also... Uh, Linda Hamilton came back, not the one where. Anyway, either way, it, very very good. Uh, uh, maybe I'm maybe that's a totally total wrong actress name. I, I just named. I think I just named the, the little girl from Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm so off topic there, but yeah, very very good show. I would suggest watching Halt and Catch Fire. It is definitely one of those shows that. Uh, one of the top like 25 shows to look back shows that you know you got Seinfeld and, and, and things like that like ones that are older and this is more recently older but like shows to go back and watch that are completely done um, uh, you know it, it's very very good it wasn't like cancelled it ended properly which was really nice um, but you're thinking yeah, of Mackenzie Davis Mackenzie Davis. There you go. It's a fantastic show, dude. It, it really, really is. Uh, uh, Scoot McNeary is, is in it. Um, there's a few other actresses in there, too, that are really good, like their wives and girlfriends and things like that that are kind of uh, in the whole show. But it's about these guys trying to build like this sort of uh, empire off of you know, the whole Internet stuff that started and, and computers and things. And chips. It's really neat. Uh, okay, so that's kind of popped up here that I – did I start uh, – well, I'll save that for, for what I'm excited to watch because that's kind of cool. So now getting into just uh, some trailers here real quick. There are two trailers I want to kind of talk about. A card Season 2. So good. One. I'm so excited for uh, – for this show like I, i'm gonna do i really want to do a rewatch of season one <clears throat> but i season two seems like it's going in a completely different direction than season one ever went which is because season one was like so out there already um you know bringing in the borg and you got seven and nine and then the uh the twins that were you know, God, I almost can't even remember. They're like data. Android sort of thing. Like so weird stuff. Now, now we're getting into crazy time travel things and, uh, you know, Guinan coming back. What, what do you feel about what we're what we saw in the trailer and everything? You know, oh, Q, I'm super pumped. Super fucking pumped. Like a different like whole, uh, I guess, timeline he's created, right? Yeah, pretty much. I'm I'm very excited to see where this how where this is headed. What very do you think excited. about them? Uh, and maybe it was just easier for them to do this. And maybe uh, you know uh, monetary reasons came into it. But what, what do you think about the idea of them kind of being launched back into the past of the 24th century? So it's not as crazy futuristic and and uh, uh, money suck that the future would be. But we're we're kind of in our world, if you would yeah. say that. <laughs> What what do, you, what do you think about about all that? I uh, yeah, I think the the whole flipping us back to today on 
give or take is kind of neat to see how that how that works and see where everything's going that way it's going to be interesting to see how they portray the new q's world right right yeah i'm I'm curious about the the fish out of water sort of aspect of you know these people from what i guess the 31st century or what century are they in now no no that's 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 the other uh, that's the other new star trek they're in like what uh, 26 is that now or 25 oh man uh, maybe like a thousand right. years in the past is there is where they're going uh, either way I, I i i like the idea that that you know these characters that are from a, a little bit further future are are now uh like in in the past and i think it's kind of cool uh, that, uh, you know, I, I'm very curious to see what Q is trying to accomplish. You know, is, is he just trying and to reminisce? Yeah, exactly. Like what, what, what is the purpose? Is it just, it can't just be cause Q's back, you know, but yeah. what is he, what does he need from Picard or what is he trying to show Picard, uh, in his sort of, uh, you know, I guess, God forbid, final days um, as uh, as this guy, um, you know, as this character, uh, you know, why? Yeah, exactly. Why is this happening? So I'm, I'm very, yeah. very curious. Is Guinan going to, you know, show off more uh, abilities that we kind of suspected she may have? Are we going to get more revelations about her character specifically? You know, I, I really want that. Out of all the things that we really have never explored in Star Trek, it's more Q and definitely who Guinan is. Right? Yeah, I and, mean, and that relationship, right? Like, because we know that well, Q yeah. and Guinan how, how have connected? met before, right? Absolutely. Like, I, I, I would love to know a little bit of their history. Uh, you know, why Q is kind of, uh, you know... Uh, sort of apprehensive and frightened of her sort of, you know, of her, her appearance. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, where, you know, where either, where she comes from, is she a Q? Is she like defected? Is, or is she just a different lone species on her own that has very similar attributes or powers, uh, that she really doesn't tap into? I'm, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, now the second one is kind of a funny one. Now here, there's this new uh, pirate comedy that's on HBO Max oh, called <laughs> "Our Flag Means Death." That is produced by uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, I think he kind of created it or helped write it. I, I, I really don't know for sure yet. I, I don't. I only remember seeing that he produced the show on uh, on the trailer, but. He's also in the show, it seems. Uh, what did you think about this? Oh, I I love anything that he's in. He's going to make a, a great character. It's Anything he's in is great. Like, he's, he's fucking playing Blackbeard of all fucking characters. Yeah. Like, this is going to be right. fucking ridiculous. Now, who, who's the main character guy? I can never remember his name, but God, I love him. Uh, Reese Darby. Yes, he was in that. Uh, uh, God, what was that show? Uh, where he, he was. He's in my manager. one of my favorite. He's in one of my favorite memes. The uh, 
Yes. The, the Robin Hood. Yes. Uh, um, the movie you're talking about is Yes Man. No, 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 not the movie. It was the TV show about the two guys that were like a band. Oh, um, shit. What? What is that show? I can't remember the damn name. Um, yeah, I know. I'm, uh, it's like on the tip of my tongue. I know it too. I know. Something Brothers? No. Shit. What What was it? Oh, my God. And it had that other guy who became, like, super famous. He was the bad guy in uh, Men in Black 3. Um, I'm going to look up Men. Oh, Flight of the Concords. Yes. Oh, my God. He was their manager of Flight of the Concords. I, I loved him as that character in that show. Yeah. And I've loved him. Everything he's really ever been in has been hilarious. But just that, I don't know, his New Zealand accent and the way he acts and, and does comedy very yeah, awkwardly. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so he's good. one of the greatest like, character actors I've ever met. And just. Yeah. Like, so it's, 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 it's just the, so funny that he's like this. I'm a proper pirate, and I take care of my crew. And <laughs> a we gentleman have rules. And, yes, yes. <laughs> it's just so weird, and it's such a funny take on it. And then you see the end where Psycho Tedious Blackbeard is like, like, what is this man? <laughs> he's like, sounds interesting. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's like, not anything like he expects. But it, it just sounds so goofy. But it's such a funny idea. Now, uh, that, that that's it for the for the trailers. Well, what about um, what I, about Murderville, man? What about Murderville? Oh shoot! Well, I had it in the notes here, but I didn't put it in the trailers. Murderville looks amazing. I am so <laughs> excited looks, for Murderville, and like that's like premiering in like a week. Um, you're right. Yeah, I have it in my notes. I just I didn't have it in the right section. And Murderville looks so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So. I, like, it's such a good concept. I love that the the guest star actor has no fucking clue about it, whatever is happening, and they just have to literally ad lib everything. Right. So we Lo- have um, Will Arnett is playing a like big mustache twirly sort of uh, detective, and each episode is a new case. That he takes a comedian, stand-up, improv person blindly through this uh, uh, through this case of trying to figure out this murder, and that actor, along with Will Arnett, will improv <laughs> the case, and it looks crazy. It looks so much fun because it's so different, and I oh, this I, is, I, I think I didn't know this. It's the so um it's a it used to be it was a uh a british show really yeah so it uh i'm gonna try and find this later it's called murder and successville oh man it's it's the same it's the same aspect so i'm gonna try and find this later so i because i i the british do it so well we're gonna have to try Uh, yeah find that and watch that that sounds great but i had ideas of adaptation that's so much fun. I love that. And I think Will Arnett doing this, like, he's the star, right? But yeah. he's also not. <laughs> like, it's about 
him carrying along the the you know no nonsense sort of the yeah. the, uh, the nobody in the room doesn't know anything. Like the, the 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 big star that doesn't know what's going on that has to improv so through good. this crazy be, and like just the Sharon good. Stone stuff like in the trailer yeah. I was dying and I was like I was not expecting any of this from Sharon Stone <laughs> like she's like, like it's a Russian yeah. accent and <laughs> I was like what they <laughs> <laughs> did gonna such be a so good, good job it's gonna be oh, so I love good it. and so ridiculous at the same time it really really is like what a crazy concept that they you know they can actually kind of hopefully pull off here um yeah okay so next we have uh, a bunch of different news things and, and we're gonna kind of burn through some of this stuff and just kind of say what we think about it and then we're gonna get into the shows and these are kind of uh, our news topics here now there are like cbs it is kind of ruling TV right now. I don't watch a whole bunch of their stuff, but they're ruling the whole comedy block. Like out of 10 shows that are brand new, like on television, CBS is like the highest on eight of them. Wow. And also the highest on two that are reruns that they play <laughs> of all the different, you know, networks, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, so let me uh, pull this link up here. Um, here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Variety says uh, CBS has eight of broadcasts, 10 most watched comedies this season, and two are reruns. Oh, and two of those eight are reruns. Okay, so uh, we got, um, Young Sheldon, Ghosts, The Neighborhood. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch The Neighborhood. I watch Young Sheldon. And I, I know I don't talk about this on this show very much or anything, but God, that shows it's so good. Like, it's such a good little sitcom, like family sort of sitcom. Reminds me of like the Wonder Years a bit mixed with the sort of Big Bang universe we, without all the other characters, just Sheldon and his family. Um, but I don't know what this Bob parts abishola show is like I, I, uh, apparently it's on three seasons i've never heard from like molly and uh king of queens like i know what b positive is but i never watch it and united states of al don't watch it but i i've never heard of some of these sitcoms like did this all happen like when the pandemic started? Like I don't remember I don't remember any press about any of these shows. <laughs> uh I don't know. I think I've I, I've heard of yeah, I think I've heard of most of these. And I mean I've, like I yeah, two heard of, of on course. Like 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 the ghosts I've heard of. Uh B positive, but the United States of Al and Bob Hart's I haven't heard of. Uh, Abbott Elementary, I've never heard of. Uh, the Connors, obviously, that, that's a that's a big one. Apparently, a lot of people are still watching. You know, Last Man Standing, Call Me Cat. Those are from other networks and stuff like that. But it's just so interesting to see that. So number one yeah. is Young Children, the most viewed, nine thousand yeah. views. Um, well, these were in the millions. Right now. Average total viewers in millions, nine thousand two hundred seventy-five. Young Children is number one. On CBS most watched, which is crazy. And it's so good. 
in, in season five. There's a reason why. It's just such a good show. Just the family dynamic, the different characters they follow. It's not just all about the little kid, Sheldon, which is great. Uh, whether you like The Big Bang Theory or not, this show is, is, is so different uh, in, in uh, you know, every way, honestly. Um, That's good. It really is. Like in every way, this show is completely different. It feels like a different show. It, it, it's just here's this character that's younger, uh, you know, narrated by older Sheldon in the beginning and the end mostly, not usually during the middle. Eh, sometimes, I guess, here and there. Very similar to uh, like the Wonder Years, like when you heard, uh, uh, you know, his older self talking, or like even in the new Wonder Years, which is a fantastic reboot, uh, re, re hold, you know, do of that of that whole show that is a great show as well um but then they got what ghost at number two the neighbors at number three bob hart's abishola at number four united states of al be positive and then young sheldon encores which are, i guess encores are the reruns is that number seven yeah, it's, that's wild. it's 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 really really crazy how like the show is uh, uh it's gonna run a long time um, but it, I, man, I would really check it out. I, I just think it, it's, it's so funny. Like just the, the Mima stuff, like his grandma, who is, uh, uh, Annie Potts, who was, you know, Janine from Ghostbusters. She's hilarious as his grandma. The, the mom and dad are a great dynamic that, you know, the, the whole, the, like the religion and anti-religion discussions in the show are so funny. And so, like, well-written. Like, the show's just really well-written. The brother's sister at school, his friends. The different. There's just so many different aspects of the show they get into other than, you know, the other show that this kind of spawned off of. Uh, it's a superior show to The Big Bang Theory, in my opinion. Um, and, I, and I found The Big Bang Theory funny. Uh, you know, I'm one of those people that, that find it funny. And, and it's not like I watch reruns and stuff of it, but... I, you know, that show turned into this show, and I think this is a far superior sitcom to, to The Big Bang Theory. Different, but superior. Now, uh, off of that, there's a new Stephen King show happening, starring Lucy Liu. You hear about this? I did not. So there was this book that came out a couple of years ago called Later. Now, if you read the synopsis of Later, it, it reads like a Sixth Sense ripoff. Like yeah. there's no there's no excusing it, and the fact that Stephen King was able to get away with <laughs> getting this this book published after the Sixth Sense, like so many years passed, is kind of crazy to me. But I, I read about half the book, and it's very good. I read half the book, and it's very good. But it's 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 about this uh, uh, this this young guy and his mom and his like mom's like. There's a whole there's a whole story going on with them living in an apartment and him sort of seeing spirits or seeing ghosts and her not believing it and then the ghosts you know doing things to make him kind of prove that they you know that that he's seeing that it's very interesting I'm not I'm not doing it justice read the dust jacket <laughs> but it's it's from Blumhouse and it's called Later and. It's going to be a series starring Lucy Liu, and I'm assuming she's going to be the mother, which is interesting. It's going to be really cool, I think. I think it's going to be a good adaptation. It's a very small book, 
very short. It's probably like not even like 350 pages. It's a very, very short book. But I really liked what I did read of it. And I've been doing this lately where I'll start a book and I just won't finish it. <laughs> I, I did it with a Star Wars book. I did it with that. But I've done it with so many, many books. I just I just get into it and then I lose interest and I just stop reading. Uh, but I really enjoyed what I did read. But it's really hard to kind of put away the uh, the idea that this is a, like a Sixth Sense sort of like ripoff. Um uh, <laughs> But I, I, I'm very curious to see how how close they'll come to the Sixth Sense in the show, like how much they might change it to adapt right. the book. Um, now uh, I know we were talking about Yellowstone, and and we've talked about Taylor Sheridan, but apparently we got a new synopsis for his new show, which I think is going to be the next new show after the uh, Four Sixes. Uh, you know, spin off, or maybe even before the four sixes spin off that they're that they're doing with Jimmy on uh, uh, you know, in that Yellowstone universe. Now, this isn't in the Yellowstone universe, but this one is called Kansas City, and it's going to star Stallone. And it uh, says it follows a New York City Italian mobster forced to relocate to the most unlikely of places, Kansas City, Missouri. Set in present day, legendary mobster Sal, portrayed by Sylvester Stallone, is faced with a startling task of reestablishing his Italian mafia family to uh, the modernized straight shooting town of Kansas City. There, Sal encounters surprises and unexpected characters who follow him along his unconventional path to power. So it sounds, you know, it sounds cool, man. I, I, what do you, what do you think about this, this show? It, it, it reminds me of uh, a comedy. Uh, I think it was an Irish or British comedy that, uh, God, what was it called? It was very, very similar where um, this Irish mobster relocates to like Iceland or something. And hmm. I mean, I wish I can't remember the name, but it's like Iceland or oh, it's called it's like Iceland or Greenland. I think it may be just called Greenland. Anyway, he, he relocates like this big mobster who is like, uh, you know, ends up becoming, I think he goes under witness protection or something like that. And he relocates to another town and, you know, you know his past kind of catches up with them and, you know, that whole sort of thing. But it was like not, not a sitcom, but more of like a dramedy half hour show. And I, I, I wish I remember the name, but it sounds very similar, but this seems a little bit more serious, obviously. And they're totally going to play it that way. But I like that idea. I think it's kind of cool that, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of, like, this guy leaving a place and, uh, you know, who, who has these sort of background, you know, in this certain field of, of crime or whatever. And Taylor Sheridan does that crime stuff really well, so... Uh, Man, to see Salone on TV, it's it's going to be cool. Like that's it's a whole new thing, you know. And he's really kind of been getting old, and I, I think this may be like a really good, a really really good role for for where he's at right now. Uh, moving along here, there's going to be a Fatal Attraction television series. You remember that movie? I do. Oh, Joshua Why? Jackson. I, I you know what. I don't know, but I think it might be a really good idea. There are some pretty good actors in here. Joshua Jackson, who is just in Dr. Death, which is a crazy like docu-series. 
Um, he's going to be the lead role, which was, uh, I guess, what's his name, uh, Michael Douglas. And then Lizzie Kaplan, who was in Masters of Sex and you know a few other things uh, recently, uh, is going to play that uh, Glenn Close role. You know, the series is going to be the reimagining of the 1980s uh, psychosexual thriller in which the two central characters were played by Michael Douglas. That's all we know so far, but that's going to be a Paramount Plus show as well. I think I think it's kind of a good idea to do a series uh, about this particular one shot sort one shot story. Like I, I think that this could really be expanded. I, I don't. Right. I mean, I, I'm not as like hardcore why as as you were just a second ago like i think this could be kind of cool there's so many other things i'd be like why too <laughs> other than this yeah but just... uh, it's such an old story though and i think it could really be stretched out like i mean the why yeah. and the craziness you know and uh, granted great movie and this could this series could be terrible but with the level of <laughs> acting these you know these uh these cats have behind them. I, th- I think they can really make something cool. Yeah, um, I mean, now, I'll probably watch well, it, but yeah. right. I mean, and there's not really like there's so many different other shows on like right now that uh, like I'm I, I I'm interested in and don't watch or not interested in, and they're not that good, and then they end up getting canceled. I mean, Why the Last Man was gone, and I didn't finish that, and. Uh, God, what was the other thing that just got canceled? Um, oh, I, I started watching a few episodes of the new CSI Vegas, and that's not coming back for a season two. Um, I, I don't it's know not? if I just expected. I thought no, it got canceled. It's uh, oh yeah, because one of the what's her name decided. I just I saw that she was not gonna go back. I didn't know that. Well, also, what's his name canceled. wasn't either. The guy who plays Grisham, I guess he's not coming back either, and that's why they oh, decided. Then what's, yeah, what's the freaking point? Yeah, so I mean, I'm not even going to finish that now. I mean, not not to say that that yeah. season isn't a one-off like story that can be ended, but still, like there are so many things that are like, oh, these are kind of cool, and I just never get into it. This one seems like something I might I might be into. Um, now, this one thing here I may not be into, which seems intriguing, even though I didn't watch those, you know, these first two movies, was uh, the Percy Jackson series. Now, I, I guess Disney Plus is ordering a Percy Jackson show. Uh, I guess it has a huge following. I never saw the first two movies. Um, I don't know if I was still in the military when the first one came out. And I never got into the second one or whatever, but I, don't, I, I really don't have any history with that. Do you? No. Uh, I'm, a series I'm also sorry. I'm also googling the the uh, the this deadline says CSI Vegas has been renewed, but the Sarah and Grisham really? are not coming back. Yeah, so it's been renewed. It's well, just I you're may, not getting your. I may have been mistaken back. then. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I may have been mistaken. Um, interesting. But I I, I don't know if I could watch it though without them. You know. Yeah, that's, why, yeah, why exactly. That, that was, yeah. Because that's, like, right, the well, whole point of, like, anyway. Oh, I mean, yeah, if you were going to bring them back, back you just should have just, yeah, just, if you weren't going to do it for the next season, why did you even sign on for season one? I don't understand that part. I don't understand. 
why yeah just do the one-off you know what do they need to bring right like i i get the show back well and i i get bringing the show back uh that's fine but i it's going to lose a massive amount of viewers oh for sure but i think if you had brought the show back without them it could have been okay too right like and then you would have continued on and everybody would have been fine but now that right they were there for 10 episodes and now they're gone like this is this is weird guys what has happened well let me let me ask uh, was this just a streaming show or was this on you know regular network television no i think this was on i think this well it was cbs that did this oh was it was it on cbs uh, that it, you know we're running for a, a 10 episode run I think so. I don't. Or was it just on like the Paramount? Or I guess it, I guess if CBS owns Paramount. Well, anyway, no, either was, way, it was CBS. Yeah, straight up. CBS. Okay, well that's yeah, I, that's even weirder. I mean, keeping Vegas without the two lead characters just seems odd to me. Um, either way, uh, yeah, Percy Jackson's coming. Uh, you know, and, and it's not going to be a continuation. There's just no way. Uh, I think everyone is just uh, aged out of those roles. So this kind of has my interest. I'll say that at the very least. Um, I I think it's kind of interesting. Now, a big, big thing here that is uh, crazy, and and just to uh, rattle off these other things after this one big announcement, but we're getting a Godzilla series. You see that on Apple TV Plus? Yeah, I saw that, and I looked at it and went, uh, again, why? Why? Well, and what? Well, you, look, like, I mean, like, do you know how this show is <laughs> well, going to be so fucking expensive? Well, Apple's got the money, and do you know why it's not HBO Max? I understand. Legend, Legendary got pissed the fuck off about that day and date release for that last movie, that <sighs> Kong versus Godzilla or whatever. So, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. You know what? I, I think it could be interesting. I mean, it says it's going to follow the events of the 2014. It could be interesting. Well, now, is it going to follow the events of just the 2014 Godzilla? Or is it going to it's, the It's got to do, do more. It's got to it's do more than just one monster. It, it has to. Oh, there's no way it's going to do just Godzilla. There's no way. They have a license to so many yeah, that's different what characters. I mean. like it's, so I mean, it's, you can even get Godzuki or just the Son of the Godzilla. Right. I mean, it can just be yeah. friggin' the Godzilla animated series live action. <laughs> you know? Uh, but I don't know. I, very interesting. Um, I, I mean, to say the least, it's absolutely interesting that there's a Godzilla series. Like, we're living in a time when there's a Godzilla series that's going to happen. Like, it's crazy just to think about that. Uh, Okay, now to rattle rattle off a few here. Uh, I mean, I don't know either. It could be awful. (laughs) But, uh, you know, Godzilla on TV could be kind of cool. And Apple's got the money to make it look good. So, uh, I don't know. Um, So, upcoming. We have uh, just a couple announcements about... The, the Reacher, Jack Reacher series. February 4th, baby. Like, not even two weeks. Nice. And the Reacher series on Amazon. I'm so excited for that. 
it's not really been promoted a lot. Like they showed those trailers and there's been no work. Like I hope it's good enough. I hope they have, you know, faith enough to kind of promote this thing. It doesn't seem like there's been any marketing on this show since they released that trailer. So I'm, I'm kind of worried in that aspect. Um, and Amazon just announced that upload season two is going to, uh, is going to launch on, uh, March 11th, also on Amazon. Uh, did you watch that first nice. season of upload? Nope. It's, uh, oh, it's good, man. It's no. good. Short, yeah, short, I, short I season. I try to, you try it's to. hard right now for me to get into a, a, a new show. With the potential oh. that it's going to get canceled, like ASAP. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I understand. I need, that. I need it to have a, a season two before I before I commit to something. I think these days. Interesting. Okay. You know, I, sometimes I, I I get hyped. You know, and I'm like, you know what, the trailer looks good. I'll check it out. You know, I, and if I got burned, you know, because it get canceled, then I get burned. That sucks, but you know, I at least you know I, I was in, I enjoyed what they gave us, and I don't think that a show being bad like and many times this has happened. There's been really good shows that get canceled, you know, and I in hindsight of a cancellation of a really good show, I would I I would not say that I regret watching that show if I liked it most of the time. Like more more times right. than not, if I watch something I thought I'd like and then I liked it and it got canceled, I I would have you know I would I wouldn't have regretted watching the show. So like, but there and then there are other times I don't mind, you know, watching a show and giving up on it and then realizing it got canceled and be like, you know what, I'm glad. And I, you know, and then sometimes if I a show that I don't like, <laughs> like La Brea, also, right, La Brea, don't give a fuck. I'm not going to watch that show. Like, Naomi, which we're going to talk about. I, I'm done. I'm done with that show. After three episodes, I, I just can't. <laughs> I, I can't. And I don't know how far you are on it, but I, I, I just don't care anymore. I've only Acting watched the first so episode, bad. apparently. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, the next two, it's it's doesn't go anywhere. And it gets interesting in certain areas, but not enough for me to care, uh, to keep going anyway. Um, but yeah, so uh, two more things here. Squid Game Season 2, going to happen on Netflix. And apparently like a whole Squid Game universe. Like I, I don't know what they're going to do, but I, I guess, you know, not just in Korea, but I guess this game happens all over the world. And uh, if we're going to see different characters nice. in that sort of world... Uh, I think it's kind of cool. And also another cooking show that we were talking about, Netflix is rebooting and making like Iron Chef, like this new supersized reboot of Iron Chef. You hear about this? That's awesome. Yes. I knew you liked that. No, I mean, but I'm very excited for Iron Chef. Google it. I think it's going to be really, really cool. A new interesting take on the classic Iron Chef, which is still called Iron Chef. It's still the license. It's not like their own idea. It's Iron Chef, but it's like big Netflix style. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be kind of cool. All right, guys. So 
that is uh, all the news announcements here, and we're going to go, go ahead and talk about our, uh, our our shows here. Now we'll start off. I'll start off with Resident Alien since you haven't watched or finished the, the the first season, and we'll get into Peacemaker. Not today's episode. Like we're going to talk about last week's episode. Today's episode I haven't had a chance to watch. I'll watch it with Whitney probably tonight or tomorrow, um, and we'll talk about Boba. And then you know we'll get a little bit about Superman uh, since you're not caught up in in, in Naomi. So Resident Alien starts off right where this the first season ended, and not to give anything away, but like it's just it's just as good and funny. Um, I, I I love this idea of like the alien fish out of water. Uh, uh, but it's a, it, we've seen this all before. Alien comes down, it's gonna survey the planet going to wipe all humans out. They're going to take the resources or whatever. And this is kind of this comedic spin on like this small town in was it Alaska or something. Um, I, maybe not Alaska, but it is like this small town uh, in uh, called, I guess, what is it called? Uh, Patience. I think it's, I think it's Alaska. And, he takes this form of this doctor and, you know, in the end of the last season, there's this whole, like, I'm going to go home. I found my ship. I, you know, I found all these different parts that I'm able to uh, build my ship and go home. And that gets all messed up. And his memories kind of messed up in this first episode. And it's quite funny. <laughs> like, it's, it's quite funny. All the information he's kind of intake by, like, uh, the Internet and TV like he ends up believing that he's uh, the guy from Law and Order, like the original Law and Order. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you, you'll and it, it is only for a little bit, but it's fucking hilarious, dude. And Alan Tudyk is just—he's the—he's the best. And and we also get a little bit of Nathan Fillion in this episode as well. Yes, um, it's, <laughs> I love it when those dude, two get together. It, dude, you need to catch up on this show because we need to start talking about it. <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, the um, the young kid dynamic with the mayor and his his wife, which are his parents, yeah. um, it is really funny. Like him hating the kid and the kid hating him, and then their relationship has kind of changed. And then you know you get the uh, uh, the, the town cop who is. Uh, you know, this Indian girl and her father is like this diner owner and, um, uh, or no, she's not a cop. Who is she? I can't remember. I have no idea. I, uh, I yeah, the, the, the main, the, I can't know because there's the, there's the one town cop, but oh man. A- anyway, um, it's just, it's just, it's very, it's very good. <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> very, very funny. It's just, it's so entertaining. And I love how, like, I, I think this show is just the right, like, budget to where sci-fi won't cancel it after three seasons. I'm really hoping because it's, you know, it's not on a spaceship. It's not a crazy soundstage machine or, uh, you know, out in space and stuff. And they, you know, they can kind of uh, uh, negate like the alien flying around in a spaceship. In, in in this show, so I I think they can kind of keep it as grounded enough and cheap enough so this show doesn't get canceled because that's what sci-fi is really kind of notorious for. So uh, keeping this in this small town and and you know 
keeping him human rather than in the alien sort of look, uh, other than when the kid sees him, because the kid always yeah. sees him as the alien, which is hilarious. But very, very good show. Uh, watch this show. Resident Alien on Sci-Fi is, uh, I mean, it's the best show on Sci-Fi right now. I mean, there's no other show on Sci-Fi that's better than this. And it's kind of sad that that network, uh, it, it's weird how that that network works like not to go on a whole thing but they don't always pay for all of their programming like they they pay for other people to pay for the programming <laughs> and they're you know and they can't pay those people sometimes if a show's too expensive like uh Ex- the expanse or like dark matter which got canceled and then that lead is now on with nathan fill in on the rookie which is fantastic but it sucks that Dark Matter ended without an ending. Like, it got canceled because right. sci-fi couldn't pay the other people to spend the money to do what they had to do. So it's 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 weird how sci-fi works. But I I think this show is kind of here to last, hopefully until at least they can kind of end it properly. Um, all right. So uh, with the CW, since it's light and you're not caught up. <laughs> That's that's uh, not Doomsday. <laughs> oh no! They are they are like they are combining two characters' uh, like origin story. They're borrowing the origin story from the comics of Doomsday, and that whole article that happened last week about Doomsday, about like the origin, and then a complete diversion which awesome blew my mind and it's going to be interesting when you see you'll see i'm not going to give it away but just know that like you're going to think it's doomsday the whole way through and you see the it's it's so interesting like i'm so curious to see where they go with this show because i was completely flipped 180 when they revealed what they revealed but it's it's very very cool and and I, and I, and it also changes my view of how the rest of the series the season or, or the next coming episodes is going to be like I, i'm really interested and that's just the superman stuff i mean we have you know the there's some drama with the the, the sun and some of the football players and then, you know, the other son that's in love with the girl that just got back from camp and their relationship. And and then, you know, then you have John Henry's daughter and Lois and, and all that's great. But mo- nothing's really kind of happening. Like it's John Henry's ch- checking in on Superman and the mines and this and that. And, you know, the mines are kind of messing with Superman's mind. And then there's all the family drama stuff that's kind of going on. It's very like c-level story stuff but right now with three episodes not much is happening just you got to catch up and then we could talk about what what you think about that the reveal of uh of what's going on it's it's crazy i i'm 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 like i could not i cannot believe that the the showrunners or whoever that did that interview article uh, just completely tricked everyone. Like I, 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 and no one's talking about it. It's just like that article happened, and then what they revealed revealed, and no one said anything. Like they're That's totally awesome. setting up Doomsday, 
And no one has said anything about how they completely diverted from that idea. It's, it's so weird how there hasn't been any word or talk about how they just flipped the script on, on this origin. But it's, it's kind of cool. Um, Naomi. It's just not good. <laughs> it's just not a, it's not it's just not a good show it's 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 cheesy in the worst way and i'll tell you right now the, the my favorite character of the show is her best friend in all three episodes she's the best actor on that show Fair enough. and you know maybe the guy with the wings at the ep- end of the first episode but she's got charisma she's funny She's a good best friend on the show. They write her. They write her the best out of anybody on the show. But everything that's happened with Naomi, I just i i don't buy any of it. I don't buy her acting. There's some really bad acting with the other uh, kid on the show. That's not her like best best friend, but the other guy that's trying to get with her that's still in the group. Really bad acting. The the parents. I don't buy the parents. They're they completely flip upside down in episode three. Their characters are totally different. Like, it's all like, oh, hey, you know, we love you. We support you. You're, you're our best friend daughter that we adopted. And they're completely the opposite in episode three. Like, completely, like, they're like different characters in episode three. The way they wrote them. And whoever wrote that episode wrote them completely upside down. And it, it, I understand why they chose to do that, but it's narratively doesn't make sense how flipped they became um it, it, they're it's very weird uh this show goes nowhere in three episodes it's all we're gonna find out we're gonna find out and she's trying to hide from certain things and you know she, she's trying to figure out who she is and that's fine but there it comes to a point where like they're wasting time and nothing's happening and we're not finding out anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's it's like okay, you're you're it's like here's that we need to figure out what's going on and they're giving little little tiny pieces that don't mean anything that much. And then they're then then they're showing us these like little devices or disc things and that you know the parents are, are like, yay, this is where, you know, we didn't just adopt you, you know, without spoiling or whatever, but we didn't just adopt you, but this happened. And it's like, but what does it mean? Why? And it's more, it's just adding more questions and it's making me disinterested. And I, I don't know, man, I just don't care about the character at all in the first three episodes. I don't care about her trying to figure out who she is. I don't care about these bad guys that they're trying to portray as bad guys, which may not be bad, you know, and I'm kind of, uh, that's the, 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 the stuff that I'm kind of interested in, like is, is nothing to do with Naomi. Like, I don't care who Naomi is and I should, like, I don't care at all. I give a shit about who this wing guy is because he's a Thanagarian and I recognize that name from the comics and being a comic fan. And then I'm kind of interested to see who this bad guy may be that he ends up talking with this other lady that knows he's, you know, an alien like him. And they're from the same world and they don't trust each other, even though they're the same species or whatever. Like, I'm very interested in that 
but I have no interest in Naomi whatsoever, which is uh, very unfortunate because she's the freaking main character. Um, and, and, and then, you know, it was intriguing to kind of bring the character in a quote unquote real world where Superman is a comic and the comic books and all that stuff. And then now there's like this Superman that was flying around this big event and her power sort of manifesting like I, it, none of that's been answered in, in three episodes. And I, I guess I don't expect it to all be answered in three episodes, but I still like, I, I know I just doesn't make it doesn't nothing has carried me along to stick to just stick with this show. Uh, and that was kind <laughs> yeah. of the, you know what I mean? Like uh, all that stuff was like, Oh cool. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. And then it's just like, here's another question. Here's another question. Who are these guys? Who are these guys? We're not telling us. We're still, you know, we still have no idea. And all the acting is not very good. I don't know. I, it's just, it's not for me. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to stick with, uh, I'm just not going to stick with that show anymore. Um, but I'm interested to see if you keep watching and see what you think. Like, if you keep watching, I'd like to hear what you think about uh, what you see. At least the first three episodes. At least the yeah, ones that enough. I watched. Uh, yeah. Okay, so now, uh, Peacemaker. Uh, well, before we get into Peacemaker, there's one thing, uh, Marvel thing I want to bring up uh, before we do Peacemaker and Boba Fett, if we got some time here. Um... Apparently, in the Marvel section of, of this show, Secret Invasion and What If Season 2 are not going to be coming out this year. Not shocked. I, 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 I guess I'm not shocked, but as I guess we, we assumed we were going to see those shows. But I guess out of the... Uh, you know, list of things we were expecting to see, and or and Marvel said we were going to see, is is not going to happen now, um, which is kind of unfortunate. But I mean, we still have, uh, uh, we have Moon Knight coming. Um, she Hulk is uh, most likely right after that, and the reason why I say that is because the other piece of news in the Marvel area here is that apparently Miss Marvel is going through some substantial reboots or not reboots, reshoots right now. Now, uh, every show, every movie goes through some, you know, every movie goes through mandatory reboots. Like, not mandatory, but I mean, they're scheduled reshoots. Excuse me. Reshoots. Every movie goes through reshoots, right? And and, I mean, it's safe to assume that the Marvel shows are being produced like extended movies that they split up into each episode. And that's kind of, you know, what they or what Marvel and, and Disney have kind of uh, stated about these, these, these series that aren't very long, you know, but aren't very short. They're just, you know, they're like large movies split up. So I, I but at the same time, this show was supposed to be out by now. Remember? Like, we were supposed to get this before. What? Yeah. At first, 
this was the, because this was the first show that was done filming and starting production before everything else before moon Knight, before secret invasion before she hulk everything this is supposed to be out like in february but now we're getting moon Knight in march instead and i'm sure COVID has a huge impact on all that and that's that that's totally fair but miss marvel was said to be the first one out and that's not happening. And now they're going back for reshoots now that are apparently substantial. And and granted, you know, reshoots are a thing that they, they, they happen. But with the other, you know, sort of things that we've kind of discussed already, this seems like that. I don't know if they like Marvel and Disney like the show, you know, enough to, you know, put out what they've seen. And it, 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 okay, so with other movies and other things like that, you know, all this stuff is expected. You know, they're going to do reshoots, they're going to fill in spaces that they missed or add things that they think they need or whatever. But at this point, it, it, isn't it fair to say that maybe this show isn't what Disney is or Marvel is really like? Maybe they tested some things and they didn't like it. Or maybe they realized people that they tested with didn't like it. And, uh, or, or maybe it's just not up to their standards and they're changing some things about the show. I mean, it, it, it's just crazy. Like, what do you think about this? Or maybe it's just the fact that they realize that, oh shit, this is not going to get released before all the other ones and shit is going to change in the MCU before this gets released. So we need them to do some other stuff. That's to- that's totally possible as well. I mean that that is absolutely. Like there could be some point. stuff that right. Like they could have written wrote some stuff in there that would have made sense if it came out before Moon Knight and She Hulk and and Doctor Strange and yada yada. But now it's coming out after all that. After and it's be like yeah. okay, well we have to address this that this that this has to get cut that has to get cut. Like we can't. Well, that's now- not going to make any sense. Uh, that makes sense, but let me play devil's advocate here. How often has any other show or movie, uh, you know, recently after Endgame, addressed other shows or movies? Like Loki has, but this been one is this one is going to. I well, right? maybe. Like this one I mean, being really the is going of this to. Character, yeah. Well, and it's it's interesting too because th- without the Inhumans being involved it whether they're you know involved or not i i don't know i mean we assume as comic fans and as fans uh, you know of the, the character and knowing her origin know that the inhumans are involved now whether that's the case with this character's origin in the mcu is a completely different story and i gotta tell you right now you know, whatever anyone, uh, comic fan, MCU fan or not, uh, believes or feels about the Inhuman show that happened a few years back, which was awful, it, it's going to be interesting to see what fans think of 
the origin of this specific character in this show. Like I, I I'm very, it's going to be a weird thing. Like, and to say the least, and the, the just the weirdest, the, it's going to be weird. Like, how are they going to make this character? How, what, who, we know who this is, this character is. She's going to be this Pakistani girl that gets powers. She's a fan of Captain Marvel, but is she going to be an human? Is she going to be the first mutant we see in the MCU? Is this is this the origin or the in, first introduction of mutants? Are they replacing the Inhuman stuff with the mutant X gene in this show? Like I, it's very very interesting now to think about this because. I don't see them doing any inhuman stuff, you know, and them kind of skating around it and, you know, not naming inhuman as the, you know, baseline power set trait cocoon sort of, uh, creation that she becomes it is going to be something that a lot of fans are going to like really turn their, you know, their noses at. Like I, it, it, like, how do you feel about that? I mean, just playing Honestly, the game. As long as the they do it right. Well, yeah, right. I, as long as the story is good, for sure. Yeah, but like, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I think that that these being, you know, quote unquote, substantial as this article, uh, you know, that's, nah, I don't know how, you know, crazy. Uh, um, you know, uh, um, what and, do they call and it? maybe they the, the, Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe they completely totally. forget about, right? Like they, absolutely Oh wait, could. we did an inhuman show. No, we didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying they have to, I'm not saying they have to connect at all to that. I'm just saying, Oh no. Bringing the yeah. inhumans in now, well, you know, regardless of that show that happened, which I think everyone's going to forget. Uh, it, it, you know, are they going to do that? Like, are they going to in this? God, is it nine? Uh, I don't. We don't even know yet. Is it going to be six hour episodes or eight or ten uh, half hour episodes? We we don't know. But uh, is there time to inject the inhuman stuff? Uh, you know, I I can't. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, honestly, I can't see Marvel introducing the inhuman idea at all and they don't have to go go into the lore or those specific inhuman family characters but go into the idea of inhumans go into the idea of this terrigen myth that changes her and only her like it, right if it's going to be anybody it, it, the terrigen wow. mist would be everywhere and and infect a certain amount of people anyway. So there there there's no way they're introducing that. There's just there's no way. I can't see that happening in this solo series within the MCU. Being that big of an event. Okay. It just doesn't make sense. Right. No, I I get that. So is is do we even know like is she going to have powers at the start of the show? Well, I mean, or is when like, is she going to get begins? powers during the no. show? She'll, whether she yeah. gets powers during the show or not, 
that's still a massive event that affects more than just a small town in New Jersey that I can't see happening in so the show. So what if it's just but what if it's not an event? What if it's uh say she's like screwing around somewhere and finds this place that is doing this and I well, she I mean, gets, if it's like she stumbles on some experiment like or something, that's a different story. And, and, yeah. Hey, you know what? That totally could be. I mean, even in uh, in Agents of Shield, like, they did a little bit of And that's how you could introduce yeah. inhuman stuff. I, I suppose. Exactly. And like that's how is, you could introduce like AIM kind of, and stuff, right? So. Uh, yeah, I mean... Look, and and all we already know that, and whether this has changed or not, especially with reshoots happening now or whatever, but we know that they've changed her power set from what she actually is in the comics. So she, it's going to be a little different for like in beginning and stuff like that. So I don't know, and and we've already gone a little bit too far on, on this show that we really don't know too much about already, anyway. But I, I, I just personally have a hard time believing that it's going to be crazy and human stuff. I, it's going to be different. It's got to be different. And I think that they're going to make a complete change of this character. And my point of all of this and bringing this up is I, I think it's going to shake up the like comic community. Not, 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 I wouldn't say the comic community, but the fans of this character. It's going to shake up their viewpoint on how the MCU handles origins of characters that are new, you know, or that are, 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 you know, established already in the recent, you know, two decades. Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's going to shake up some fans of this character. And I, and I think it's going to, it's going to test a lot of fans and uh, whether this show's good or not is going to be the, uh, uh, you know the big clincher on on, on all that, and that's kind of all I'm saying. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it'll that's be interesting to, to see how it goes. For yeah, sure. I mean, and granted, I'm not, you know, kicking this show to the side. I'm very interested to see what they do. I, I really hope it's a cool, fun, like teenage sort of family drama, kid, you know, going on her own doing crazy stuff story. And I think that sounds really cool, uh, you know, and being connected to the Marvel stuff. And maybe this all has maybe all these reshoots have something to do with Captain Marvel, too. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe things are changed because that movie's filming now, um, uh, according to, uh, you know, Brie Larson on her uh, YouTube channel that she does. She's basically filming that movie right now. Um, and I, maybe that has something to do with it. And maybe these reshoots aren't quote unquote reshoots. Maybe this is her addition to that movie that people have just kind of gone with and saying it's Miss Marvel reshoots. I don't know. Um, then we don't have all that information, but I still think it's kind of interesting that, uh, that there is a report of reshoots for this show. And on top of all the other things we just said, it's just, it's, it's very interesting. All right, so let's get into Peacemaker. What did you think about the fourth episode of Peacemaker? What a ridiculous shit show. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a good way? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely in a good way. 
Yeah, I, I love this show. It's fucking mental. <laughs> it, it really, really is. Like, hey, the prison Judo stand. master? Seriously? Fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. Like, after getting beat oh. in the head, he must have a strong helmet. <laughs> getting out of that. <laughs> um, I, I, I love that, just the ending. Realizing that Mern is a butterfly. That seems like he's defecting. Like, and I, you know, in that, in that one scene where in the beginning of the episode where he's like, he's trying to atone for the bad things he's done by doing these good things. It seems like he's yeah. a defected butterfly. Like if they're bad, like if they're bad and if, you know, Argus or whatever is kind of, you know, on the wrong side, you know, if these butterflies who are all over the country now infected inside human brains or minds or whatever, you know, if they're evil, it seems like this one butterfly in Mern, which we, you know, we get that reveal at the end of that episode. It seems like that that one was the one that was saying, like, he's trying to atone for the bad things he's done. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how that progresses. Right. And also the father, you know, son stuff with Peacemaker and him as a kid and his dad telling him to kill that guy in that awful mullet he's got. <laughs> and, and then you know, his brother, like all just this, the sad stuff. Like it's so crazy how they can go from like the heart of this show is ridiculous. Like it'll go from ridiculous, profane, gory, violent, nuts, crazy, off the wall, sci-fi, fuck up shit <laughs> into like, dude, I'm going to cry. Freaking peacemakers, like singing, lying on the floor, feeling <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean yeah. yeah it's it's wild how it this show plays with your emotions in that way and i think this is what makes it so amazing because it's not just this disgusting violent crazy profane you know i'm gonna punch shoot these assholes in the face kind of show it, it's also like we this guy is going through so much like on top and every episode it's him Killing freaking, uh, uh, ran, uh, you know, flag and like real, like just all that, that pain. Like he, he didn't want to kill flag. Like he had, he felt like he had to kill him and it, and, and I, it's torturing him. And, you know, on top of his like family drama with his dad and his brother, uh, you know, being the target of, of his dad and certain things. And, and when his brother died, is that right? Um, yeah, and like, like just all of that. And then, you know, and then the, 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 the dove of peace that wasn't on the rifle in the last episode and how that being a big issue now and how all these symbols and these rules he's created as this character are such a big thing. I, I just, I think it's so interesting that they are able to dive into like the mind and heart of this character and kind of really like explode it out for the audience to see, you know, outside of the character we only saw in Suicide Squad. And it's just, it's grown this character of Peacemaker up as well as now Vigilante. You know, when, when he's in, he goes into, oh my God, just that, like that 45 second scene of him, like looking in the window with all the guards right there, having lunch on the table and looking at the trash can <laughs> and then grabbing the trash can wobbling it over to the window <laughs> the guards watching so him good. and him lifting the trash can to break the and window like, yeah. 
just and like then, that whole slow scene. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? Yeah, fucking just, ridiculous. So good. All, all of that. Like, just to get in there to have a word with his dad or maybe kill him or whatever. And, oh my God, just just the awful profane things he said in, in that, it just in that, it was so good. It was so like in the best wacky, you know, sort of character, dead pooly kind of way this character may sort of be, you know, it, it, it's so great. And then when he gets picked up by uh, uh, Harcourt, and the character shifts, it you know, and he's just like, I, I, I think I, I think I fucked shit up even worse. And you're just like, oh my god, like the depth of this guy as an actor too, it you know, it, it, in in everything that's happened, you know, going from this like super confident vigilante superhero dude, and then under the mask at you know just playing around murdering people, you know, and then just being so like defeated and like realizing I think I messed up and just all the different emotions that every character is, is, you know, has been directed to give in this show is, is, is so good. And there's a reason why this show now is like the number one viewed show, like in the world right now. And you know, this is surpassing Boba Fett and Disney and stuff on HBO max. It's it's crazy. Um, you know, we're already we may get a season two here. We may get a sequel to Suicide Squad now, apparently uh, with James Gunn. You know, um, it's it's so interesting that that this show has become what it is. And I, I really can't wait to watch episode five tonight. Um, what did you think about about this episode in particular? Yeah, it, again, it was it was just crazy. I it's a it's a hilarious show. I love it. It's got everything. It's a lot of fun. I think this episode needed more eagle. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was it was it's it's so good. Um I'm loving the relationship everyone is kind of creating on this show right now. Like everyone's kind of their their guard is is up and when it's down they're connecting and you know and then when it's up they're kind of connecting in a more combative sort of way but when when it's down now, it seems like they have to they they have to come together to kind of solve this this issue and this problem. And now with Mern being a butterfly, like it's it's wild. It, it really is. So that that's that's Peacemaker. Very excited to see the next episode. We'll definitely talk about it next week. But our topic tonight, the last one, is Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. um uh so man what what i was not expecting this episode at all uh yeah i did i we all knew that mando was coming um yeah they teased it like three times yeah i did not expect a full mando episode like it was mando episode it's a prequel to season three Now, so just to go through the episode, really quick, in flashes, Mando appears. He's on a bounty, (laughs) takes out the dude with the Darksaber, cuts himself with the Darksaber, which is very interesting 
with the dark saber here in this in in this particular scene is they show the weight of the blade. Yeah. Now, and I don't know if this is in every lightsaber kind of thing, and this is why the Force is so important with the Jedi in using this uh, uh, this this piece of equipment or this weapon. But for Mando, it was like a heavy broadsword weight type of feel, and he even says he's like with every bl- with every like blow with his weapon, like I, it, it becomes heavier. And I, it may be a certain force mental state connection to the blade that, uh, you know, it's very, this is a new thing. This was never, ever anything that happened or was presented to uh, us fans in Rebels, in Clone Wars with pre Vizsla, and maybe they, because they're lightly forced users. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe they're just connection to that. Uh, is so uh, different than how Mando is, or maybe he's just not accepting of the idea of being the ruler of Mandalore. But as, as we go through the episode, all that happens. He gets, uh, you know, he gets healed by the uh, uh, the, the armor and uh, who's the other guy's name? Is Vaz Vizsla uh, or Vox? Yeah, I, don't I can't remember that guy. Anyway, he challenges him, right? Yeah, because the the sword was he's a descendant. Yeah, by yeah, really cool. He's a, he's, a, he's a descendant of of Pre Vizsla. Uh, you know the 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 guy who had the sword, who was the Jedi Mandalorian. He is a descendant of that guy, and he challenges Mando, and Mando you know succeeds. And I love how it's just it's it's so simple. You know, it's it's as simple as that. You know, and the armor is like Mando one, and the other guy is just like, I guess I'll lick my wounds. You know, it's just it's so simple as that. And and then on top of it, the idea of the helmets coming off, and this particular sect of Mandos, uh, you know, are, are so ingrained in this religion and grown up in this way of life. Um, uh, you know that uh, in in I guess his in the armorer's eyes now, he's not a Mandalorian. And now he has to atone, which is so interesting. And the only way to do that is to, you know, what is it? Dive into the underground waters of Mandalore, and how is he going to do that if Mandalore is destroyed? And we get to see that crazy flashback of the purge and and that that dome on Mandalore that we've seen in Clone Wars before blow up and. Just all the bombers, the the Imperial bombers, just destroying the planet. So amazing, the visuals in this episode. Like, I was not expecting to see the story, like, shown to us as the armor is telling it. Uh, what did you think about that? Oh, the whole thing was just a work of art, I think, in my opinion. It was, it was awesome to watch. I couldn't get enough. Uh, yeah, I I agree. I mean, I I think that they they really really showed a, a really. Uh, now I have a feeling there's a reason why. Now, and I'll get to that when we get to the, toward the end of the episode. But basically, Mando goes back to Tatooine. He, you know, he I guess the uh, uh, mechanic that we saw in Mando season one and two, she said that she find a replacement for his Razor Crest that got blown up at the end of season two. She ends up getting, I don't know the exact 
name of the or number of the uh, the fighter, but it's like it's the it's, it's the one yellow one from the prequels, like the the starfighter yeah. gunner from the prequels, and they soup it up, and I thought that was awesome. The whole montage, the whole that was a great montage, know, yeah, yeah, just everything rebuilding the thing with the Jawas, her <laughs> revealing that she's dated the Jawas. Uh, they're hairy. And, I love that. Yeah, just the, they're like little furry guys, and she's turning them down as they're trying to get parts for Mando and her, and they're rebuilding it. And he does a test drive and ends up meeting the other, uh, you know, X-wing fighters as you know he gets too close to the commercial vehicle, and uh, just all that stuff. Him on the even on the, him on the commercial vessel, and and giving up all his weapons and ammo, and then the dark saber you know, cause they can't have weapons on the commercial, uh, you know, star cruiser. And I just, it was all like very, uh, star tours <laughs> as well <laughs> with that, which I thought was really cool. Like from like Disneyland. And I, I, I loved that. I, I thought the, the integration of so many different things in this episode, even the, okay. The one part of the, of the, uh, of the ship that the Jawas ended up getting was a piece a callback to a a a piece. A, 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 remember that long, like tube-like thing that they got for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. That long tube piece w- was literally in the garbage uh, shoot in the original Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it was a total callback to just a piece of trash <laughs> that they had inside the 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 damn. Uh, Oh, the trash compactor in Star Wars in 76. So just just all the different little callback things that they did was just so much fun. And it just expands this whole Mandalorian universe, you know, before season three. And but now this is where the interesting stuff comes in. Um, I think that Mando is not going to be. uh uh not gonna be the leader of Mandalore. <laughs> I, I think that this is all a setup and kind of diversion to make um, uh, to to make Boba the leader of Mandalore. I I have a feeling. Like I, well, th- now listen. Th- I, I heard a theory from a friend of mine that like Mando's gonna come, you know, hang out with Boba and try and do what they're gonna do. Um, you know, to stop these pikes and stuff. And um, I I think that the, you know, even Mando uh, or even Boba has like the great mythosaur on his armor, you know, and he's ridden those creatures and they're ancient extinct creatures and whatever, but he's going to be riding that damn rancor. It's going to bring, it's going to turn a lot of heads. And I think that his, you know, his his journeys and training and everything that happened with the sand people has kind of honed his, you know, himself, his his his, you know, his nature as as this, you know, sort of uh, this character that has drastically changed, as we've seen through this series. I think he's going to be able to wield that Stark saber way differently than Mando is able to. And I, I think, you know, whether it, you know, gets passed directly down from Mando to him or not, 
it may go into Bo-Katan if we see that character, or even Sabine if we see that character. But I don't think we're going to see Bo-Katan and Sabine until uh, either Ashoka or, or whatever. But I have a feeling Mando is going to lay claim to being the leader of Mandalore, uh, you know, in the future. But I, I have a feeling that Mando may be giving up this this saber or have it won, uh, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, there, there's, there's no way that they would insert I – mean, other than just uh, – you could totally easily say, yeah, they just inserted a prequel to Mando 3 to make this season better. But there, there's got to be a reason why, right? I mean, there's there's no way they're going to they're gonna add this specific episode with all this history about the Darksaber, telling the viewers all about this stuff. Whether you know about this stuff or not from Clone Wars or whatever, you know, they're giving up this information everybody who's a fan already knows – you know, to the new people watching this show, they've got to be doing it for a reason. And I, it's got to be because he's going to interact with Mando really now. You know, he's not even going to be paid. He's like, I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll help out Boba Fett, but I got to go see my little green buddy first. And that's what everyone's talking about. Are we going to see Grogu next episode? I don't think so. I, you know, I, I think that we're going to save all the Grogu stuff for Mando season three, even if they do, you know, uh, even if he goes to see him now and we see him, you know, in episode uh, was it six next week, it's going to be a time jump. We're, we're not going to I don't I mean, it, maybe we'll see Grogu. Maybe we won't. But if we don't, it's got to be after we see him. Because Why would he just? Oh, no, I was just kidding. I'll, I'll just help you out instead of go see the kid. It's got to <laughs> be a time jump, right? So maybe we'll see Grogu in season three in a, you know, before he goes to, you know, uh, hang out with uh, Boba Fett and help him out with his issues. Or, you know, I, I don't know why they'd be jumping around so much, but that's the only thing I could think of. What do you think about that? I mean, that's interesting. I, does it, I mean, does that make sense? So why would we see Baby Yoda? Uh, yeah, no, I don't Mando think show. I don't think we're no, it's we're yeah. I don't yeah, I don't think we're gonna get two back to back Mando episodes in Book of Boba Fett. Right. Um yeah. So I that's kind of war uh, on that now. But oh. yeah, I'd, and and maybe like we don't see Mando next episode and we see him in the last episode. It may be. Either way, because there's there's two more episodes, right? So right. So, but okay. So let me now let me bring this up. We have two more episodes of Boba. We just got introduced to Mando. Mando got his spear, which was you know something that was not cool with the other Mandos (laughs) being around, since it could pierce armor and stuff. So he's like, hell, fuck it, melt it down and make something for a youngling. We know who youngling he's talking about. And they go into, you know, the whole, you know, Jedi doesn't have attachments. And he's like, well, I'm not a Jedi, but, you know, he's, he's, I mean, he's trained to be a Jedi, but this is like the opposite of what the Mandos do. And I want him to have armor and or whatever. So she makes him something for Grogu. He, he's got it to give it to him. Mando says, I'm going to go see the kid before I hang out with Boba Fett. There's got to be a swap time jump thing we're going to do with 
Mando or Boba Fett. Or they're just going to skip over that. And we're just going to start off at the end of, you know, whatever happens in Boba Fett with Mando. Mando's going to help out Boba Fett. They stop the Pikes, whatever, wherever the sword goes. If it, you know, if, you know, the, the theory that I just presented is true and Boba becomes the leader of Mandalor- Mandalore or not, and Boba is in Mando season three or not, I don't see why we would jump back to when he goes to see Luke and Rogue. You see what I'm saying? So either he goes to see them and we bypass all that and it just continues from the end of Boba Fett or we go back in time just to see a meeting between him and Grogu and Luke. And then it jumps back after the fight, whatever happens at the end of the fight of, you know, with with Boba Fett and the Pikes. Does that make sense? Like, I'm just curious of where we're going to land in the beginning of Mandalorian season three. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I I get you. I I don't have an answer for you. I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) These are just the questions I'm posing. I'm just I'm very curious of how they're going to present the next season or the at least the end of this season. Um, I I, it it just it it makes me think we're not going to see Luke and Grogu. You know, it, it makes me it it what it makes me think is that is all just talk. Not that it's not going to happen, but it's all stuff we're not going to see. It's all going to be behind the scenes. The you know, oh yeah, I went to go see the kid, and now I'm here to help you, and that's the end of that. You know what I mean? And then he helps Boba yeah, yeah. Fett, and off to season three of Mando. I, I kind of feel like that's where it's going, and it's going to piss people off. Like, I just want to see the baby, you know, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm curious, you know, I'm curious to see how that's going to pan out. And they're like, well, what did he get for the baby? <laughs> you know, what did, uh, oh, what did the armor make for the baby? I guess we'll find out later. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? I, it's just very interesting to see how, or why bring these things up if we're not going to see them. You know, we're right bringing them up and expecting fans that we're going to see, you know, basically telling fans, hey, this is going to happen and we may see it or teasing it for fans that think we're going to see it and then completely not showing. it. But I I, I guess you could say that about the whole Boba Fett series. We kind of thought it was going to be a little bit different and this is what we got. (laughs) So I, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm very curious to see how, how everything kind of pans out and uh, is, is kind of fleshed out linearly. Uh, if that's the route they go, I, I just don't see them bouncing around is, is the, is kind of the thing. But um, anyway, we, we've gone, we've gone quite long today, uh, a lot of different things, but um, we will definitely get back. I mean, we even got, God, uh, the Ashoka series, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead has been added to that show. Um, I'm thinking she's going to be like a Sith or an inquisitor type character. There's no word. All we know is she was added to the show. Um, there was another character added. I, I can't remember who that character, uh, is. Um, or maybe it's from a different show. I, I don't even know, but, uh, either way, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm very excited for all these other new stuff. Uh, you know, and to see what happens with Boba Fett. Uh, what else are you excited for? Uh, like I said, 
earlier. Billions is coming back this week. I'm excited yes. for that. Um, there's a there's a new British show out called The Responder. Yes, with, I was uh, literally going to bring that up. I was literally that was going to be the thing I'm excited for. I wanted to start that today. I didn't have a chance. It looked great. Yeah, I I haven't started yet. It's five episodes. Um, is it only five? They've all been released. The first five? It's only it's only five. Uh, that's it. Oh, um, this is a limited series. Yeah, five episodes. Oh, nice. Well, okay. this is how the well, BBC definitely... does things, right? Like it's it's Ew, a yeah, it's a BBC yeah. show. Well, are they like so, hour and a half, uh, or are they just a regular hour I... whatever episode? I don't I don't know the answer to that question actually. Okay, well either way, that was yeah, what I was going to bring up before we ended the show. I'm so excited. I am very excited for that show cuz it yeah, should I be mean, good. Yeah, I mean Martin Freeman. I mean, it looks great. Martin, yeah, exactly. That's uh that was really what drew me to it. Um Exactly. Yeah, that's uh that's really about it. That's coming good, out good, in the good. next yeah, week. I'm or excited so. for you to finish uh, to finish uh, Yellowstone and maybe catch up on Resident Alien uh, mostly. Um, yeah, but yeah, that the responder that 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 one I haven't seen any marketing. I I, I just I saw one well, thing on Facebook. You wouldn't over and I, here, I don't think. Oh yeah, yeah, but I, I saw it online and I was like, oh, interesting. And then I saw that you had got it. And I'm like, I got to watch that. And now that I'm hearing it's just a limited series, I'm, I'm definitely going to burn through that. So uh, anyway, guys, that's yeah, that's six, 60 minute episodes on that. Oh, great. So it's like a Disney plus Marvel show. Six, five, six episodes hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a hard, like it's straight up BBC. It's not on any network in North America. Right. Like right, right, right. It's a BBC show. So yeah, it's uh, it, it looks good. It, it really. There really are does. ways to get it. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we got all the other shows being announced that are that are coming and uh, the very the coming soon section of stuff. Um. We'll definitely be talking about uh, some things here uh, very soon, like um, uh, like Reacher. I definitely want to talk about that week too. Um, and a few other things here but uh, that's the show that's Super Boob Tube Dudes and you guys can check us out at the website at superboobtubedudes.com and all the social stuff right there and, uh, and what do you think and uh, hear your thoughts on all that stuff so I'm Danny Sarekia and I'm Helen yes you are and uh, that's uh, Super Boob Tube Dudes for today and we'll see you next week and thanks for listening. Keep on too. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts. <laughs>